Thanks. All right, bud. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, we are live, ready to go, I think. Well, we got Mel Hamilton Ford. Yeah, and we got the Facebook. We got at least Mel Hamilton Ford, Ford Facebook. Facebook going here anyway. So some technical difficulties <laughs> going on here with the Underhood Show. We're still not quite 100% live here or whatever. I uh, apologize for all the technical difficulties. But we were trying, right, Josh? Very, very hard. Very hard. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll have to. There we go. We're starting to pick up some people. So sorry about the technical difficulties here coming on strong with uh, the show today. The actual live restream deal was messed up. We had to get our guys to take care of that and, and get us. <laughs> now we got an echo. Now we got an echo going on. Well, so, anyways, welcome to the Underhood Show. Good morning. Yeah. So anyway, Josh, uh, as always, this is a call-in show, 316-462-3673. Let's, uh, let's get the phones ringing. But uh, for each and every caller, as always, uh, we get a great price package, about over 130 bucks. And, Josh, what's always in that package so we can kick the show off and get it going? So we'll mail it out to you, but it consists of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. Uh, we use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection, checking over the brakes, tires, uh, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components for your vehicle, uh, making sure that it's ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the Big Corner. Uh, complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer. Uh, as well as a BG products package, which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine, uh, and then a CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So. Okay, and I'm still playing around here trying to get some more up and live and going here. So, uh, again, once again, sorry for the technical difficulties getting a late start here this morning. Morning, Jason. Morning, Greg Murray. Sorry about all that. And I'm still sitting here on my phone trying to share some of this because we've only got it on the Mel Hamilton Ford page. I'm trying to figure out how to get it over to uh, my Facebook page and also get it over to uh, the everything else. Yeah, yeah. The Mel Hamilton Ford Racing page as well. And so it's been an extremely busy week here at the dealership, especially on the service side. Tell of us things. what's going yeah, on with these tires, man, Josh. We are... Uh, we're putting some tires on uh, for sure. Uh, so this is the last day um, from that side of things. But uh, the Kansas City region uh, came out. Um, so Ford Motor Company, Kansas City region only. It was not a national event. It was just for the Kansas City region. Uh, came out with a buy three, get one free on uh, tires. You know, um, it was Tuesday through today. Um, I, I really out of the whole program, I think it's a great deal, and uh, I think there's a, a lot of consumers that were able to take advantage of it, uh, but why they would do it for just those short little, uh, you know, number of days is is a little discouraging or frustrating, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that you just kind of, you got to deal with, and uh, you know, it's it's not, uh, not the end of the world, but definitely if you need some tires, uh, get with us today and take advantage of that buy today's three. the last yeah. day right josh so what it is again it's buy day. three so get you, the fourth one free yep. uh, buy three and you get the fourth tire free and this is on uh uh on all all of uh ford's uh, uh buying power of the tires on the programs that they have there's uh, 16 different manufacturers that that were able to get those tires through and so uh it would need to be uh one of 
one of those 16 different manufacturers, but I was looking up uh, a set of tires the other day and I, uh, we had, I think it was 93 different options. So, you know, really not a whole lot to choose from. <laughs> How many? Yeah. 93 different, uh, different tire options for, That's crazy. for this specific size, but also, you know, just going through them, uh, there, there's so many things that uh, link to the right tire. You know, what's the application for? How long are you going to keep the vehicle? Uh, you know, where where do you primarily drive the vehicle? What's your uh, what's your um, you know what's the long term goal with it? Uh, are you only going to keep it a couple more years, or uh, are you are you going to keep it for many years? And then how many miles do you drive a year? You don't want to put an 80,000 mile tire on something that you're going to drive, you know, 5,000 miles a year, uh, from that, that side of it. And so, uh, it, it's, there's so many different options out there for the, for the average consumer that they don't even know, you know, they just know a size and, um, very true, you know, just, just know a size. And then typically the second thing they go to is budget. Uh, from that side so you just uh definitely getting the right tire uh especially with the the expense of these tires anymore i mean it's nothing to put two thousand dollars into a set of tires you know back in uh back in the back in the day you know 14s 15s 16 tires you could buy a set of tires for three four hundred bucks and be rolling down the road yeah Exactly. Anyway, I'm still playing over here trying to get stuff up on the other pages and stuff. So everybody's sorry about uh, all that, but just trying to share it on the other pages and stuff too. So sorry for the technical difficulties this morning, but I'm going to give up. I'm trying you're, too you're hard, done. Josh. Now, yeah. see, I'm a little taller than you now, Josh, all of a sudden. <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so great, exciting stuff with that. Today's the last day, though, it to is. buy three, get the fourth free uh, from that part. Yeah, the guys were kind of complaining, but not a lot <laughs> they of tires, were not, Josh. There was no complaining going on. There was just. Uh, <laughs> There was just a notification. How about that? So, yeah, I get it. So, anyway, Josh, next Friday, got some exciting stuff going to start happening with a car show. We are going to have a car show with the GTO Club to help raise money for the Coonsy, the sheriff that got oh okay killed in action. Uh, God, I don't know how many years ago that was. Now it's kind of hey, we got a caller coming through yeah. already. That's great, even though we only on half the of the deals. So we'll get, uh, we'll get him patched through here and see, patch what, here and see, see what's what, on his mind yeah, and stuff too. So, uh, on. anyway, so next Friday around four thirty-five o'clock, Josh, we're going to bring in 12 GTOs, one of every year and put them on a showroom floor. Very cool. Next Friday. I'm going to miss that. Cause I'm going to be up headed to Salina to go race again and stuff too. Uh, ready to go. Yeah, but this is uh, so GTO specifically. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phones and talk to Dan. Dan, you're on live with Under the Hood. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm sorry. Dick. You with that's us, Dick? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I misread that. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. You can call me Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I was able to um, get in on that uh, I-3, get one freed, so I really appreciate that. Hey, good. Um, Very nice. A while back, yeah, a while back I'd called in on the F-150 uh, 2003, uh, maybe like 230,000 miles. It was uh, smoking a little bit on startup, but it wasn't consistent. And um, 
you talked about uh, valve guide seals and different things, and Phil had a suggestion about some additive, uh-huh. and I think it might have been the MOA. But anyways, um, uh, that seemed to have uh, cured that puff of smoke on startup. So just wanted to pass that along on that BG product uh, success story. Well, that's very cool. So uh, I think maybe it was MOA and probably. Yeah, I was uh, wondering if it was the GDI. The GDI, uh, the engine kit. restore to where we <clears throat> went in on the backside, of, put some oil, put some additive in the oil and uh, and ran it through there and changed the oil. Then we probably topped it off with some MOA. But uh, I think a lot of that is just that carbon getting built up around the rings and stuff like that helped free it up. And then the MOA is just another great, great protectant that it does to to do that so it solved the problem completely huh that's that's very cool it did seem to completely disappear like a miracle yeah you know we always we, <laughs> we try to say it's not a technician in a can but sometimes those chemicals do act that way and do a great job of of uh repairing a situation or whatever from that part but uh most of the time the bg products are what they're really their best at is really really preventative maintenance uh is the best thing that they do for for your products and everything else like that too but then do they have some more products that are uh, i guess i want to describe that higher power or higher strength or whatever to go in when something does get out of control kind of like your smoking issue whatever more concentrated yeah to help clean things up and everything else like that too so uh well, that's awesome. I'd love to hear those stories. Love to hear that that's doing a good thing. And you know what? I, like I've told it many times in the show, I've been using BGs for a long, long time and uh, have never had a, a bad situation with those. So I really appreciate you calling in. Let's know that it did a great job for you. Yeah. And uh, I had another question on the uh, 2017 Focus RS. Um, a little hot rod. The, yeah, a little uh, track car. I uh, got about 112,000 miles on it now. Yeah. So, um, mostly highway, but anyways, um, the driver's side rear door, the window, um, it goes up and down fine, but it's got about a quarter inch play in the window when it gets to the top. So I can, uh, open the door and grab the window on either side, you know, and slide it up into the track and everything and doesn't seem to be any restrictions or anything in that regard but it's um what what would cause that window not to fully seat all the way in the top track i would uh, i would guess that there's probably something going on with the regulator uh so the the motor sounds like it's operating as far as being able to get that window up and down uh but there's a i don't know let's, let's i'm trying to you know maybe like a series of uh cable and a couple of pulleys uh which consist of the regulator uh that uh runs that window up in a guide or a channel and i would say that there's probably something going on with the with the regulator so i don't know if the cable is stretched or uh you know maybe the, uh, some of the guides are are uh out of place um but typically that's all kind of one component um but it's, oh, okay. it just doesn't want to seat all the way up to the top, correct? Or it's kind of off it, one it's way or the weird. other. Well, I picked it up after getting the tires changed yesterday, and I'm driving away. And uh, in the past, I have had air leaks with the door seals coming loose. So I thought maybe the door seal 
came loose a little bit because I was hearing a little bit of wind noise and door seal, door jar. It wasn't anything like that. And then I noticed, uh, oh, maybe uh, a line on the window, a dirt line about a quarter inch down from the top edge and started messing with it. Yeah. Uh, it was really weird how it just happened out of the blue, it seemed like, but of course, um, I rarely carry passengers. And that, yeah. The rear window doesn't get used very often, so. Yeah, I would say that there's probably Whatever some, it was, it just dropped down. Yeah, something going on with that regulator back there. The other thing, if it's, if it's a real small amount, and I was trying to remember on that focus... Well, I don't, I think that's a complete door jam. So there's a, when you open the door, there's part of the body is up at the top of the, or part of the door is up at the top of the window, right? Uh, the window yeah, sure. is it, completely in the door. But, yeah. it, but as far as the, when the door is open, the top of the window the, the, is it's part of the door. Okay. Yeah. So like on Mustangs and stuff like that, where there's no door uh, frame on it they okay they do what they call right, right. index like a convertible mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah they do what they call index and so basically when you grab the door handle it opens up it'll drop that window down just a you know like a quarter of an inch or something to come out of a weather stripping uh and it's it's basically it's so it's called uh the window indexing and so if the battery is disconnected mm. on something like that then you got to go through and do a relearn procedure or if it just forgot memory you do a relearn procedure uh so it knows where those windows are at but i i'm pretty sure on your focus i don't think it has that i'm i'm guessing there's probably something going on with the re window regulator itself well, so. let's get a diagnostic yeah. to his package josh we'll take a look at that focus and figure out what's going on with that regulator and whether it's Need some adjustment or something come loose or whether it needs a part replaced on it or whatever, but we'll sure take a look at it, Dick, and figure out what's going on with it for you, buddy. Well, that'd, that'd be awesome. I uh, appreciate it. Thanks for taking my call. No, thanks for the call. And thanks for the great uh, report on the BG products. And then uh, let's see what happens to that. Focus. All right. Yeah. Hey, you are happy on that too. Perfect. Sounds good. Have Dick, a good rest of your day. Thank you, Dick. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Okay, uh, some great testimonials there of that. Rex Trigger trying to be a funny guy again today, isn't he, Josh? Glad he uh, glad he was able to take advantage of that buy three get one free. Oh as yeah, well. yeah so, exactly for sure. So exactly. So here comes the next caller coming. It's Vincent, right? Yep, yep. Uh, Vincent, you're on live with under the hood. Yes, I was curious with uh, Hutch Nationals being the last one this year. Are you guys going to be doing anything for that this year? Uh, Vincent, I hate to tell you, but no, uh, we are not. Uh, there's a long story behind that situation and everything else like that, too. Uh, would we and should we be part of that for everything we've done for that situation? Yeah, but we're not going to be part of it this year. Uh, hate to see that it's going to be the last one. Uh, I wish the fair board would reconsider and all that kind of stuff. I don't think they're thinking uh, everything through with the history of that track, what's been done at that track, the races have been run there, all that kind of stuff. It's a very sad, sad shame to me that the city – uh, with Hutch doesn't get behind that. And I know a lot of people have put different things on Facebook and stuff to try to protest or not protest, but put their voices out there about the track and everything else from that standpoint. But, uh, that fair board has got their mind made up that there's more ways to run with those, that particular ground or whatever to, uh, uh, make more money, I guess is what they're trying to say or whatever too. But I just don't think they're looking at the long-term 
uh, what's been done at that track, the races have been at that track, how long it's been around, all that kind of stuff too. And, uh, it's sad to me that that's the route it's going. And when I got the message, um, earlier this year, that that's what was going to happen, uh, just devastation. I mean, it, it's crazy that, uh, that we're going to tear that track up and do other things with it and stuff like that too. So, uh, Hutch nationals be the last one and, uh, wish them well. All righty. All right. Thank Vincent. you. Thanks, Vincent. So anyway, 316-462-3673. Hey, anything alien car, tires, brakes, batteries. Again, once again, sorry about the lovely technical difficulties we had here this morning, Josh. We're going to say it was Phil's fault. I don't know. Bring it on. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. But, you know, even though it's not my fault, I don't, yeah. again, I don't know what happened. We got things fixed up and going. We're still not on all the channels yet, so we'll go to work on it next yep. week and make sure next Saturday we're up and live and ready to go. Get going on everything. From that part. So any, anyway, uh, we was talking about next Friday, about 435 yeah. o'clock, we're going to have 12 GTOs, one of every year, rolling on the showroom. They're going to be here all week, Josh. Okay. And uh, we're trying to raise money for the Sheriff Coonsey and his uh, situation there. They've got a GTO they're making for him. It was his GTO. He was going to restore it and uh, just sorry, but never made it to get it done. So the the GTO club is out raising money to get this car rebuilt. Oh, done, cool. And uh, it's in paint already. I would have loved to have had it here on display, but they're not going to let anybody see that car basically because of family till yeah. it's completely done and everything else, too. So next Friday, they're going to roll those 12 cars in here. And then they'll be here a couple times throughout the week to, we're going to set up different raffle buckets okay, uh, of different things for you can win uh, things. And I talked to him yesterday. There's about three big prizes that are really, really cool prizes. So instead of putting just a dollar per ticket in every bucket, I said, let's do a silent auction for those three things. So I think we're going to have a silent auction on three major pri uh, prizes uh, from that part. And there'll be, the cars will be on display all week. So you can come out and check them out and everything else like that. Then the 20th of Saturday, we will have uh we're hoping to have a huge car show out here to help raise money for him and uh, the donations for that part. We'll have Jordan Whitehead with Chandler Dan's cooking lunch 11 to 1. Uh, so we'll pull the main lot off out front here on the 20th and have some fun. But uh, stay tuned to the uh, 4.35 o'clock next Friday and uh, watch the GTOs roll in here on the showroom. And I'm going to bring them in by year. And don't quote me in the years. I think it's 64 was the first year for a GTO. You know, I am not 100% sure. Come on, Josh. On you're supposed to know yeah, this kind I of stuff, dude. not 100% sure on that. So it's like 64, something like that. But they've got one of every year. Going to bring them in, have them on display, and then come in and try to. They're going to have some great prizes. I mean, there's all kinds of great prizes they're giving away, probably 20 to 30 different things on a category from that part. So it's going to be fun and exciting to come out here and see all those. And each one of the cars, I think they've got a sign that's made up that goes through the history of the car specs of the car and all that kind of stuff too which would be kind of cool to see too so yeah trying to raise some money for sheriff coonsey's family and getting that gto put together that he he that was his dream that he so wanted the, to have done they have the new models too or do you know i think they just go to the 70s and okay. then yeah you yeah. know i think the club has got one of every year but we can only get 12 on the showroom yeah, gotcha so we started to go with the oldest and moved into the to the newest sure uh from that part but they're gonna roll in here and uh it'll be fun and exciting i'm sorry i'm gonna miss it but i'm gonna be on the on the road to salina to go race again and everything else too but uh everybody come out and check out the gto's next week uh they're coming in on next friday and then they'll be here all week and then the 20th will be the extra car show so if you've got a hot rod you want to get out the weather we forecast it out know kansas weather can change anytime <laughs> but uh there's uh the weather looks good get your hot rods out we don't care what kind of hot rod just come out and register up and looking uh, at doing that on the 20th the 20th okay uh we're going to be here earlier that morning getting registered up and stuff the car show is going to basically we'll have a national anthem and a, 
kicking off at 10 o'clock, and we'll probably start giving awards away around 2-ish uh, from that part. But uh, going to be fun to see all those cars and just get your hot rods out. It's it's springtime. It's fun time. Let's get them out here. And most important, let's go raise some money and help Coonsies and let's help that get the more money they need to help keep that car moving along and get it built and get it put back together. Definitely for a good cause, for sure. Uh, yeah, Jason Cox, one of the best cars Pontiac ever made, not to take away from the Mustangs. No, I get it. And also the GOAT. That's exactly right, Rex. The GOAT is what they used to call the old GTOs, the GOATs. So anyway, so come out and check out the cars, and uh, we'll have some fun time on the 20th, and uh be fun. So how to uh, talk to us a lot about last night. How'd that go? Uh, at Sly Speedway, uh, yeah, we took off, uh, won the heat race, and uh, so that started this outside pole. Jake took off about lap three or four, was leading it. And then uh, we had a caution. Actually, a guy lost a whole door off his car. Oh, really? Uh, so on, uh, we had to turn around and go to a caution, took back off again. And and uh, the first and second place, Jake and him went at it in the first corner stuff. He Jake got put back just a little bit and then took off from there. And we just couldn't quite did, – didn't have enough to get around the guy. Not enough laps. Not enough laps, but uh, just not enough. Something just not enough more. But uh, the thing is, as as cold as it is right now, these tracks are what we call heavy. Uh, and when you're running these crate motors at 400 horsepower and stuff like that, the you need about 600 horsepower on a heavy track to get the traction, get the car to maneuver and everything else. Like tra- tra- the cars are like they're glued to the track because there's so much traction and yeah. stuff too. And you and it just doesn't take just a little bit that takes the difference in these cars and stuff. And Jake and that guy fought it out pretty hard for the last probably, uh, I'd say, 10 laps or so, pretty hard, fighting it back and forth. Jake could get close to him and back off again. And and it's hard because you, there was two lines on the track, and one and one and two, it was high, and that's Jake was down low, and then in three and four, it was low, and Jake was low there. So it was it was a good battle. Uh, but uh, we're going to go. Just couldn't get the good line. Couldn't get the good line and get enough stuff, too. So we're uh, headed to Dodge City tonight. We'll see what we can do out there. Well, I think you're, uh, the temperature deal is going to. Come around. It's supposed to be, to be hot yeah, today. Like 90, 91, 92, I think, uh, maybe today. And then out in Dodge, I'm sure it'll be windy. So that'll well, <laughs> maybe cure that itch. Cure that itch. <laughs> anyway, good morning, Delbert. Sorry you joined us late. But you know what? We had to join up late, too. We had some technical difficulties getting logged in, and we still don't have all the sites that we post this out on our live. So everybody, sorry about that and everything else, too. We'll get working on this thing Monday and get things dialed in and uh, figure out exactly what happened. And, uh, from that part so yeah i've been fun at home depot with the flyer pots it is that time isn't it <laughs> if you're josh if you're, get your flyers up and ready uh, to go <laughs> i don't either the day i bought them they would be okay after that they're in trouble <laughs> so I, uh, one of the comedians said something about you know that you can go it's the only thing that they know of that you can go buy somewhere and take it back dead and they'll give you your money back for it. Flowers. <laughs> but, I never had that kind of yeah, luck. So uh, I don't know what you're talking about there, Josh. Uh, I cannot grow anything. <laughs> of course, I ain't really put a whole lot of effort into it either. So, uh, well, it wouldn't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it is I have what a it hard is. time remembering to feed and water my kids. Little, <laughs> <laughs> Need some automatic water and automatic <laughs> yeah. fertilizer, right? And an automatic sunlight, right? They get kind of grumpy and will tell you a plant isn't going to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, Delbert, thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, from that part. So, anyway, uh, Josh, what else exciting besides the buy three, get yeah, four free tires this week? And it's been crazy uh, from that part. Been definitely rolling like crazy. You know, summer is uh, upon us. I've 
was talking with the with my boys last night. I mean, we were down to like literally a week and week and a couple of days of school left, and so Isn't that crazy. You know, that tells me summertime's coming. People are going to be traveling and you know uh, taking taking summer vacations. I think, uh, given the circumstances over the last couple of years, I you know I would expect uh, way more people to be out and about and traveling this year than than you know in years past uh, for sure, but just if if you're going to do that i just can't encourage you enough to to make sure that uh don't wait till the last minute don't wait till the last minute and then also that multi-point inspection on that vehicle and just make sure that uh it's ready to go and things are things are ready to travel uh you know the other side of it is uh typically by now we've had uh, a good couple of hot days you know it may not be consistent consistently hot uh um you know this time of year but but by now we've had one or two days or a couple, you know, a couple days in a row that where it was hot and people would start on their AC, you know, here it is May and we're just now really starting to potentially warm up, uh, from, uh, and so ACs is the other thing is that, uh, you know, nobody, uh, nobody really checks those out or test them out. Uh, they just wait till it gets warmed up and, then they need it uh and so you know cabin air filters and and acs are going to be huge here for us in the next couple of weeks and remember uh, your ac system needs to be serviced just like your engine your transmission everything else there's oil inside that compressor inside the system that lubricates that compressor and it needs service just like everything else don't wait till you don't think it's blown cold enough because by the time you've done that you've wore some extra damage to or excessive wear on that compressor and that's the main heart of the ac system so don't wait till it, you're at the last minute or wait till it's i don't think it's blown quite as cold as this one with these systems today years ago it used to be you'd have four to five pounds of refrigerant in the cars and you could charge them to a half a pound over a half pound under and it'd cool okay and pull that coolant through the today what do you think the average is, Josh? A pound? Oh, there's a, so the one, two, three, four YF, which is the latest refrigerant out now. I mean, it's nothing to have nine tenths of a pound in a yeah. in a system or eight tenths of a pound in a system. Uh, but also that stuff is uh, for a uh, I think it's a ten pound bottles about six hundred bucks, six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's, that's a little so, cheap, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, and that you don't just uh, you don't just play around with a leak with one of those <laughs> you know uh, you need to make sure that make sure the system's sealed up in fact we were looking at some some additional special tools uh the other day because of that uh to be able to uh, diagnose or test a system to make sure it's sealed and uh, the kit we're looking at's about i don't know 3500 bucks and I, it, it's a little drop in a bucket yeah, 3500 yeah. <laughs> and it's uh the kit is just basically different adapters or fittings that you can <clears throat> break the system down into sections and then put a vacuum on that section so you can isolate a compressor by itself or a condenser by itself and then you know put a vacuum in that system or just on that component and see if see if that's if where that's... your leak is um and so you know it's uh when you're talking that much uh expense for a pound of refrigerant uh, and I'm sure like, uh, you know, like R12 was and 134A, you know, as it's new, it's going to be more expensive. As it'll it come down a little common, bit. It's, it'll come down a little bit. But then as it phases how, what's out. What's the XYZ, 1, 2, 3, yeah, 4? Yeah, so it's, it's 1, 2, 3, uh, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, YZ. 
is what the refrigerant is. And, uh, you know, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's new to the industry because really about 2017, I think the manufacturers kind of started dabbling in it and you'd see a, a, a few cars line it. here or there that had it on it. Uh, but pretty much now it's, it's more, uh, definitely the more common one for sure. And I don't, I was talking with one of the other guys too, you know, I don't know if they're going to end up coming up with a, like a retrofit kit, like what they did for the R12, R12, R134A. Uh, so far, I haven't think, seen Think about anything. that a minute for how, remember how we first started off with to retro a car from R12 to oh, R134A? Yeah. It was change hoses, change this, change seals, yeah, seals do all this kind of stuff, everything. The- and oil and all that kind of stuff. Then it come up and we got them. Then all of a sudden now it's no big deal. Just flip them and, and change oil oils and fittings and, and, and roll on. So who knows what will happen with this too. But uh, basically it's one of those same, still the same things, whether you've got the R134 or you got the, how was it again? XYZ. One, two, three, four, <laughs> I got some other language I could put on that, but I won't. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> just don't wait till your AC system is not cooling or you don't think it's cool enough or whatever. Uh, it needs to be maintained just like everything else and summertime's coming and everything else too. And, and you brought it up earlier, Josh, those cabin air filters is another crucial thing. It's just like you're filtering your house and stuff like that. I wished every car had them because of what it would keep better clean and what you're breathing as you're driving down the road and all that kind of stuff too. You know, we are definitely, uh, years ago it was the exception and not the rule and anymore it's starting to be the rule and not the exception. So I do believe that, that we're gaining on that, you know, um, on the cabin filters, on the, yeah. yeah, on the cabin air filter, and there's so many benefits to having that cabin air filter, not just for the the quality air coming in the cabin, but to keep the dust and debris out of those components in that HVAC yeah. unit. You know, exactly. you talk about the mold and mildew and and stuff like that that can collect in there, and you know, if if you're able to keep that dust and debris out of there, it's just going to make it operate so much better, uh, um, and just just be better overall long term for a consumer. Yep, exactly. So, okay. So summertime is coming and you know, you, Josh, you brought up about not waiting till the last minute and procrastinating, getting ready to go from your summer vacations or whatever. So don't forget about that. And like Josh talked about the multi-point inspection, but if you don't want to put the miles on your car and need something or need something bigger or whatever, uh, we finally got a good fleet of vehicles over there for standing our in go-to rent right inside here at Mellon Forge. If you're looking for a rental or something like that, I've uh, been renting all, Josh, I put in a bunch of, cause the only thing I could find at the time was some used expeditions and, uh, renting out a lot of those now too, on yep. top of the 12 and 15 passenger vans. So, uh, if you're needing a little extra space, a little extra room, uh, or on your vacation or whatever, or, or just want to save the miles or better fuel economy. We've got, uh, there's a fleet of escapes over there too, on the, on the fuel economy side of things as well. So. Yeah. I rented a, a, uh, 15 passenger van out to a gentleman this week that was headed on a trip. I mean, a couple weeks ago, he just got back last week and he called me up. He said, Philly says, I was really hesitant when you told me about that 15 passenger van, taking the back seats out to give us extra cargo room and stuff like that. He says, there was 11 of us that went and he said, we were planning on taking two to three cars. He said, in turn, you talked me into taking that van. We had plenty of luggage room for everybody spacious enough for 11 of us in that in that van he said it was the greatest thing ever it's so much more fun to hang out together and yeah. in separate cars and everything yeah. else like that too so if you got a trip like that or whatever need an extra room we got a, still got quite a good selection of the 12 and 15 passenger vans to help you get on your summer vacations and stuff too so anyway uh the next thing is we you know big corner creative you know we need to talk about those guys a little bit too uh you know they were down in the warehouse this week wrapping up in one of those big old box trucks mm-hmm and that side of that box truck, I don't know how many of those, I call them rivets, to hold that bed together. 
to get that stuff to go around all those rivets and all that kind of stuff and everything else too. So if you've got something you need to advertise your company, your business, or you need a web page design, anything else like that, uh, the guys down at Big Corner Creative are just excelling down there. There's about 15 of them down there now. And uh, whether you need some Google advertising, you need some direct mail, you need traditional radio TV, uh, you want your vehicles wrapped to advertise your business, you want your windows wrapped, anything kind of in your company or whatever to help advertise it, those guys are there. And you know what they say, Josh, right? Google them up. Just Google it. Just Google it. That's exactly right. So anyway, we've talked a lot about BG products already. Glad that uh, Dick called in and did the testimonial on the, on their products and stuff too. And uh, you know, those, those products are just fantastic and uh, there's what they do. There's, there's a lot to be said on uh, you know, what the, what the uh, reasoning behind BG is. And it's really to keep you out of a repair facility with a heavier repair. Uh, right. You know, and I, I hear so many times, especially when it comes to like transmissions or, uh, you know, other things that I'm having a problem with this. So now I'm thinking about service in it. And that's really, you know, that's that, too at late. that point. It's too late. The, the reason to do the service is so you don't get to the point of the of the well, I'm thinking about service in it because I got problems with it. And uh, BG does an excellent job of the preventative maintenance side of things. But you know, they take it even further. And I think of, I can think of uh, many scenarios or cases that, that we've got involved with or been involved with where, uh, you know, carbon deposits have caused some sort of drivability issue. And, you know, in cases where you would have to put very expensive components on a, on a vehicle, uh, we were able to get it corrected with some more heavier concentrated chemicals that, you know, that they have to offer. Um, and so it's, that at that point, I mean, you're typically too late, but occasionally you're able to to, to save something. You can save something, yeah, uh, one way or the other. Yeah, you know, Rex just brought up a huge job to clean out a plugged evaporator core. You know, with those cabin air filters and stuff, which helps out a lot too. But again, let's say it does get plugged up. Uh, you know, I remember years ago having to take dashes apart to clean those evaporators out and heater cores out and stuff too. But now BG's got a great service there too that goes in and uh, <clears throat> yeah, we drill a little hole in the heater case and we squirt this foam cleaner in there yep and i'm telling you it's what comes out and then basically it runs out the vent drain where like your ac condensation comes out and uh pretty crazy what comes out of some of those you know yeah, the, uh oh i remember a couple of years ago <clears throat> we did a, a demo with all the advisors and did each one of their vehicles and so there personal was, cars yeah, yeah there was about 14 of them <clears throat> and we had a meeting <clears throat> that evening uh, but did it throughout the day and i mean the the mileage ranged anywhere from twenty thousand miles vehicles all the way up to probably you know 180 or two hundred thousand, and just a, a selection of different you know manufacturers or makes of vehicles but we kept the the what jug came and what came of, out of yeah, it yeah of the drain and everybody kind of got to tell their story of, you know, pets in the car, do you smoke or, you know, and just to see what that looked like. And for one, it was amazing how much, uh, how much the variables made a difference. So like if you lived in the city versus in, you know, county or rural areas, and then two smokers versus non-smokers was another big one. And, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, of it was gm several years ago i mean this was back in probably the late 2000s uh they came up with like an actual afterblow module 
Uh, oh yeah, God, they, I forgot about those. That, that they put on their uh, blower motor, so when you shut the car off, uh, the blower would continue to run to get all the condensation out of the case because they were having a big problem with mold and mildew uh, building up inside of those uh, cases, and it just make a horrendous odor. Not to oh. mention from the health aspect side of things, of things, and that was their that was their fix to it was to just continue to make the blower motor run and I mean, blow I, it out. I can remember yeah. fighting draws on a couple of different cars. And the, the motor's that, down forever. <laughs> it was just stay on or the, the module wouldn't, wouldn't shut, shut back off. And so, but anyways, that's, that's what that service is designed to do is to clean, to clean that interior of that case out. Uh, you know, people with allergies, um, yeah. you know, illnesses, stuff like that. Um, is a huge benefit for them as well. Just remember the cabin air filter at least once a year, change that thing out, put a new one in there. And it's so crazy. Some of the things we see come out of them. We pull those cabin air filters out and where they're sucked across there. Cause they can't get air through it and the leaves and the debris yeah. and everything. If that thing is stopped and everything else like that too. So, uh, and like you said, probably most of the cars today are coming with a cabin air filter. I think the manufacturers have finally realized what it does, what it saves and everything else. And it's not that big of a cost to put that filter in there per unit as they as they're building the stuff too but it is a huge savings and uh, it helps us breathe a lot better keep that debris out of the car and keep the airflow moving and everything else from that part so anyway josh it's been a short show with our technical difficulties this morning yeah i had a, a list of things that i thought we'd go over or talk about and we're we're gonna do it next time <laughs> yeah i guess so because so, we just sorry I, yeah I had a couple things up on the screen there for us that we were gonna go try over, and go that's over. okay we'll we'll get it uh we'll get it next time uh let's get it so. next time so maybe next weekend uh and we can go out and be on the showroom floor oh yeah yeah have the gto's in the background and all that kind of stuff too with us from that part too when everything call else. in with your gto story somebody's got to have a gto story don't they i got one do you mm-hmm well, this would have been 19, I'm going to throw out 1980. I think that's right. Somewhere in that vicinity, I had my Chevelle. Okay. And I wanted to go drag racing so bad. And uh, I think my dad wanted me to go, but my mom was having a hissy fit about it. She was a big no on that deal. Yeah. So they uh, threw a hissy fit about it. So anyone anyway, weekend, they were out of town. So guess what Phil did? <laughs> Phil you went to which stayed at home and studied. Yeah, exactly what I did. Study. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I did. <laughs> Not. So they were gone. So it was a Sunday race at Wichita International Raceways, what they called it back then. Uh huh. Bracket racing. So I okay. took off and went over. Shouldn't have. I did, but I went over. Anyway, uh, a long ridge road was a husband and wife, and they had two GTOs, a red one and an orange one. Okay. Probably in the early seventies is what I'm going to guess is what they were. So we're bracket racing, and each time you win, they would put an X on your windshield to prove that you won, you know, the white shoe polish. Of course, you got your time slip and everything else like that. Anyway, so uh, I'm up to racing for, basically racing for third and fourth, and I'm racing the wife and her red GTO, and I beat her. Okay. So now we're going to the championship run, and I'm going to race the husband in his red one, and I beat him. So I've got, I don't know how many X's coming up my windshield from that part. So I won, went home, dreading what was going to happen. My mom and dad get home Sunday night and I take them outside to show them the X's and stuff like that. <laughs> thought I was going to get, you know, wholly chewed That's out. That's not where I was thinking <laughs> that was going, but anyways. Thought I was going to get wholly chewed out and everything else like that. So uh, 
I left all this, you know, you, you write your number up in the corner of the windshield, your ET and all that kind of stuff when you, when your bracket race and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so I went to high school, went to school that next Monday morning, didn't take the numbers off of it or anything else like that. And I always went up to the, you know, my dad's station after school, or whatever, and jacking around. And all of a sudden I went out there and looked and my dad was taking that very last X and rubbing off. I think, what's he doing? He threw a dollar sign on top of it. <laughs> so, so that's my GTO story. I beat the husband and wife, and let me tell you, the husband was pissed off. Yeah. He was mad. God, he was mad. Well, I figured that was going, uh, <laughs> that you were trying to keep that a secret, and you left the they left the stuff on oh, the and window, then and it. then they found that. But I will tell you one other thing, too, is they they left town. They knew you were going to go racing. <laughs> they, they, they knew. They yeah knew. yeah they probably knew something was up but uh so yeah so then after that it was kind of game on and we took off and i did a lot of racing with that and everything else too out at wichita Kent international dragway wir so anyway that's my story of the goats and uh, everybody it's uh going to be exciting next friday to bring those cars in sure. here see the history of those cars everything else like that but most importantly everybody come out get the raffles going Put the money in these buckets and things like that. A whole bunch of businesses have donated a ton of prizes. I should have had those prizes on the list of me today. We just met with them again yesterday, and they're rattling off all the different gift cards and different prizes and everything else from that part. And it's a wide range of things. So if you want to help that Sheriff Coonsie's family get that GTO back on the ground, next Friday, 4, 35 o'clock, bring them in. Be here all week. They'll be here. I think it's Tuesday and Thursday. They're going to be here from like 11 to 1, selling those raffles. But we'll have the raffles up all the time for you to, if you want. Can't get by then. Next Saturday, car show. Get your hot rods on the 20th. Come out. Uh, we'll start registering probably around 8 o'clock. Josh and I will do the show probably out on the lot or whatever. Sure. Uh, and then we'll have the national anthem played at 10 o'clock. Kick the show off. Rewards around 2 o'clock. Lunch from 11 to 1 with Tanner. Uh, Chandler Dan's cooking hamburgers and hot dogs. So lots of exciting stuff and everything else, too. So, uh Josh, it's time to go. Very good. Very good. Anyway, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Again, apologize for the technical difficulties getting started off late, but we'll get her fixed and we we'll back up 100% next week. Everybody have a great Saturday. And I guess I got to say now what I always want to say, stay cool because it's going to get hot today. So <laughs> I'd love it. I'd rather sweat than freeze any day of the year. So everybody have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks very much.